Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Snoopy, thank you very, very much. And good afternoon. I'll say it again. It's a cold one. And uh, welcome. We're glad to have you uh, tuned to my program. I am here for the next hour. Actually, between uh, uh, between uh, one one and three on Saturday afternoons. Now we're kind of back to that time frame because I think TCU is not going to be playing during that time period until next winter, probably. So, uh, with a little luck, we'll uh, have our program. Let me see what the weather forecast calling for thirty in McKinney tonight. I have that's what I have programmed on my phone because I live there. That is a that's a freeze. That's not good. Uh, this is still within, at least where I am, the uh, average date of the last killing freeze. It doesn't happen for another few days. And uh, so we can't complain too much. We just jump the gun. You remember? Remember we say don't, don't push your luck too much. Um, if you want to gain yourself a few, day, a few degrees of uh, protection for your plants, you will cover them with frost cloth. I'll talk about that in just a minute. Before I get into that, please let me give you the phone number because I have no calls ahead of you right now. As in, you move in and you're at the front of the line if you call right now. Now, if you're slow to dial, then uh, you'll be second in line. But it's 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Call now. I'd love to have a chance to visit with you and help you with uh, any kind of uh, gardening question you might have. 888-787-5543. So, frost cloth is a lightweight material that you drape over plants. Um, nurseries generally stalk it. Uh, a couple of things working against you right now. The, the cold, people have gone in to buy it. So they may be sold out. And secondly, it's late in the winter and they're probably not replenishing their supplies until next fall. So hopefully they'll have it. You might want to call ahead. And uh, no, plastic over the top is not a good thing. Uh, old sheets over the top would be better than plastic. Uh, especially if it's not raining. If it's raining, that'd be a disaster. But it's not going to rain tonight, so that's not a not a concern. Anyway, you need to cover your plants. If you have plants that you have bought uh, to set out, I'd set them back in the garage for another night. They can wait another day or two. Um, so just some thoughts randomly, because it is going to be pretty brisk tonight. I had heard 29, 28. So it's apparently on a warming trend of, as to the prediction. So that's, that's a good thing. All right. Uh, that said, well, let me give you the phone number one more time. Uh, we'll take a quick break and hope that the lines are filled when we come out on the other side. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. So when you call through, his will be the first voice that you will hear. Seems like these days, temporary storage facilities are on every street corner, but let's do a little bit of math. For what you're paying in yearly costs for that storage room, you could own your own metal storage building right there in your own backyard, and you do so with a genuine Mueller backyard building. M-U-E-L-L-E-R. I keep spelling that, but most people are very well familiar with Mueller buildings by now. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble. They come with a bolt-together design, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose, adding style to your storage space. If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. You can see all of the options at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, inc.com or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. They're Mueller. They're made in America and they are made to last. MuellerInc.com. 
Hi, I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community. Who's there to answer your questions? Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Oh, she's wonderful. Thank you, Carrie, very, very much. Let's go back to our phone lines now. We have uh, a line occupied, two lines available. Phone number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Jeff is in Dallas. Jeff, this is Neil. Good afternoon. How you doing? I'm well. Thank you, sir. Um, I've got a uh, rental house that I own, and there are some big trees on the side of it that are pushing into the house. I'm having them cut down. Some people have told me that when you cut them to the stub, the roots underneath will start dying. Some people say they won't. Some people have told me you can buy a powder to throw on the stub, and that'll kill the tree. And I just wanted to find out exactly um, the best way to take care of this. All right. Um, whether they will come back or not depends a lot on, on what the uh, what the species is. Do you know what kind of trees they are? No idea. All right. Uh, what I would, and, and do you have a certified arborist taking these down, or is it just you and, and a buddy? No, I've got a guy that, you know, cuts trees for a living. Okay, the reason I asked was I uh, hope that the people have uh, have insurance and are bonded so that if it falls the wrong direction onto the house, you're covered. Oh, absolutely, yeah, definitely. Okay, all right. That's in the category of none of my business, but I thought I'd make it my business for you. I'd, I'd look out no, for everybody. No, hurt to be <laughs> Okay. Now, to your answer, uh, when you cut it to the ground, um, in, in most cases, most species will try to re-sprout from the bottom, so their roots will stay alive for a while, and they will try to grow and, and come back. Uh, the powders that you're talking about probably have to do with rotting of a stump to get the stump out of the way. Um, and they're not necessarily going to kill a, a tree that is still alive and thriving or trying to thrive. The best thing you can do to kill a, a stump so it won't come back is after it's cut to the ground is drill into the stump with a, uh, a hand drill and, and a, a fairly large bit the size of one of your fingers and go in a couple of inches, inch and a half, pull the sawdust back out of the way and maybe use a power blower, just a, a gasoline blower, to blow all the sawdust out of the way so it doesn't soak up what I'm about to tell you to pour into those. Then you buy a, a, a can or bottle of broadleafed weed killer. That's going to be something that contains a, a product that's called 2,4-D. 2 comma 4 and then a hyphen and the, the letter D as in dandelion. And you pour that in at full strength. Uh, you, don't, you don't mix it with any water. You just pour it into each hole at full strength. You need, if, if it's a, a tree that's six inches in diameter, you'd probably want four or five holes drilled into the stump. Not too far in. You don't want to, you certainly don't want to crack the stump and you don't want to penetrate the outside of the stump so it would drain out. You're trying to make little reservoirs in the stump, and you fill them with that liquid. Let it soak into the wood. It'll be carried down to the roots. This is the perfect time of year to do this. And uh, if, it, if it soaks in fairly quickly, you can fill them a second time. You might do that the next day. But that should be all it would take, and that will be carried out into the roots to, to kill the whole thing out. Oh, great. Okay. I really appreciate it. All right. I uh, worked with my dad many, many, many years ago. I lost my dad 48 years ago, and he was, before he retired with A&M, he was doing that exact work with that exact product uh, for brush control, the poisonous brush out in West Texas that was toxic to livestock. And I got to do exactly what I just described, although I got to use an ax to cut the plants off. It was a lot more work than it will be for you, but that's, that's what works. It had, that technology has not changed in all of my career. Hey, I appreciate your call, Jeff. Good luck with it. Thank you, sir. All right, Chris in Colleyville, I'll come to you. Diane in Plano, I'll come to you as well. And the two St. Augustine questions coming up. Uh, if you'd like to call, I'd love to hear from you. Maybe you have a question that isn't St. Augustine. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-KLIF. 5543. My book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. It's on sale for a limited time more.
uh, about to get another load and uh, brought a couple more pallets and uh, love to get a copy of the book sent to you. I sign every copy as it sells. It's on sale at just $36.95. That's the same uh, price as the prior printing. I've done that just because I know everybody's having a struggle this year financially. I know we are and everybody is. It's just tough out there right now. It's no, no problem and I'm not ashamed to admit that. Uh, everybody's working hard, double hard. Uh, this is a hardback book, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, covering the 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar of when to do every task for every county in Texas. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. All of it written just for the state of Texas. And uh, you can count on it to, to make you a better gardener in this gardening season or I'll refund every penny. Satisfaction completely guaranteed. I sign every copy as it sells. It's not in stores and not on Amazon. Just $36.95, as I mentioned. Here are the two ways that you can order it. One is to call my office Monday through Friday. That's 800-752-GROW. 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. Think about how many mistakes it takes uh, for you to make to total up to that $36.95. Not very many. Okay, the other way you can buy it, the better way, is to go to my website, neilsperry.com. It's right there on the homepage. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Dot com. As soils go from dry to wet to dry, our foundations are taken along for the ride. Serious damage can ensue. If you're seeing signs of what you fear might be foundation issues, let the experts at Advanced Foundation Repair do their thorough evaluation on your home's foundation. It's free, and if you don't have foundation problems, they'll tell you so. Their work is affordable, and it's guaranteed for the lifetime of the home. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Foundation repairs.com. Lens Landscape Lighting knows different homes or sometimes the same home may have multiple personalities. From invitingly warm and whimsical to amazingly modern and stylish, whatever your home's personality, we make them shine. Let our creative team of lighting experts at Lens accentuate and bring out the best of every side of your property. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more information, go to LensLighting.com. All right, thank you, ma'am. Let me tell you about Baylor Scott & White right now. They have made such a difference in our family's life, a difference in our family's life. Uh, starting in 2005 when they saved our daughter's life from the flesh-eating bacterium all the way to current day. In fact, I've got doctor's appointments this week. They just are a, a present part of our lives. And they can be that for you as well. Baylor Scott & White Health. Now, they have done something very new and made it very easy for us to involve them in our lives. They've made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits with my BSW Health app. And we can get virtual care whenever and wherever we need it, like right now or later tonight. That's when allergies start acting up, when we're out in the garden or when we run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that we don't even have to stop what we're doing to get the care that we need. So we can stay focused on doing what we love. It's as simple as texting BETTER to 88408 to... Uh, download the My BSW Health app. Text BETTER to 88408. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Again, text BETTER to 88408. Baylor Scott & White Health. Again, one last time, text BETTER to My BSW Health. I'm Hillary from Jabo's Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help and those great products, come to us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Hillary, very, very much. Let me give you the phone number again. Let's get that third line sold out here. That'd be nice. 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Chris in Colleyville, this is Neil. Good afternoon. 
Good afternoon. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you, sir. How can I help you? Um, so I have, um, I believe, a crack in my pole uh, backwash line that runs through my yard. And it seems like where that crack is, it's caused, you know, the ground to settle, but it's also caused the grass not to grow as well. Um, it's a DE pole. Would that going into the yard possibly cause that? Obviously, the okay. thinking it does, but the, with it kind of dying out right there. All right, let me let me make sure I'm understanding everything. This is my problem, not yours, Chris. I'm a I'm a <laughs> newcomer to this planet. <laughs> uh, backfill meaning uh, is that that's what you said, right? That's a swimming pool. The backwash, yes, sir. Backwash, okay, and that's for the swimming pool. All right, and then you said it has. Uh, so you've had a you've had a a leak that has caused a sink hole that has just settled or washed out or something. Yeah. It settled a little bit, but it's also caused the grass to kind of die in that area. Well, okay, I'm dealing with one issue at a time. Have Have you solved the problem of the uh, of the the erosion or washout or whatever is happening? No, sir. Okay, so if you go back in and fill that area with new soil so that you could plant new sod, wouldn't it just wash out really quickly? Also. Um, probably that would be my, I mean, it's been a, I guess over three years that maybe a year and it's maybe dropped two inches. It's not, you know, like a massive, you know, we don't have a, an extra swimming pool or anything like that. Okay. Now I understand that. And I am going to give you an answer. I'm really not trying to lobby around an answer. Um, what and and here is my concern you put fresh soil in there to get it leveled again um that soil maybe since it doesn't have any grass on it maybe or, or rooted through it maybe much more more vulnerable to erosion than the old soil was that was tightly bound there by the old grass okay so having said that uh now i'm gonna challenge the next theory um i'm not sure that this all caused the grass to die. It might have. It may just have stayed so wet that the grass died away from from uh, roots that were rotting. Not root rot, but just roots that were rotting because of wet soil, of you know, the high water table in the soil. Sure, sure. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot about swimming pools that I do not know. I've never owned a swimming pool. Is that regular water? Is that chlorinated water? Is that is that salt water? What is that water that, that went rushing through there or seeping through? So I have a DE filter, which dives matrix earth, right. I believe. Um, yeah. So it's a chlorine pool. So it would be chlorinated and it would have, you know, it comes out milky when you backwash because you're cleaning the filters off and then you put new in. But I only do that maybe once a month that I backwash. Okay. Maybe in the summertime a little more frequently. All right. I reason I ask, I just wondered if there was anything changing about the soil chemistry that might have caused the grass to die. All right. And then my, my last question before I give you an answer uh, or try to, uh, is this a, a brightly uh, sunlit area or is it in shade? I guess, well, during the summertime, it's plenty of sun. I mean, there's, there's spots underneath the several crepe myrtles that, I don't enjoy. They're very pretty, but with the poles, they're not fun. <laughs> no, I'll bet they're not. Um, but I'm talking about where the grass has died. It's dead, but where that part is, it gets a lot of sun. Where the grass Especially died and where the... Time. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Well, if that's the case, then the shade didn't kill it out. That's I wanted to get that out of the way. And I'm, I am worried about what the soil chemistry would have. Um, but if the soil is washed away, I don't think that's much of a problem because it's not there any longer. Okay, sure. go ahead and fill it back in. Um, and and I guess you're up to planting sod, and it's going to have to be done. It's a little early to plant sod. I would wait another month if you can. And if you're okay. only adding two inches, and maybe that's not a, not a huge factor, but I would definitely plant the sod solidly, solid sodding it. 
to turn that all into a, uh, a phrase uh, and sure. and then water it to help the roots get established as quickly as possible because you're going to count on those roots to hold that soil. But aren't you going to have to, I guess you're, where does that water go? Does I'm it go into the storm the, sewer? I'm going to fix the pipe. No, Thank you. Well, now, that street, helps. To the street and then the, okay. yeah, I'm going to fix the pipe. So that won't, okay. that won't be a future issue. <laughs> All right. I think I think that's going to solve my angst on that. Did you have a direct question then about the new sod that I have missed at this point? I, I don't no, think I answered I was everything. More, I, I didn't know if the chemicals possibly killed. I guess that was ultimately my question: was do the chemicals kill? Um, I don't know. That's that's the reason I went through like all that, that agony. Yeah, sure, that's the sure. reason I went through all that agony. I think I would ask the swimming pool people. They would certainly know that, and I'll bet you're not the first person to ask them that. Uh, I'm I'm inadequate for you. I should know that and don't. I'll be glad to uh, uh, I'll be glad to look that uh, up for you and see what I can do. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but that uh, but I think if you talk to your pool people, they will know if if the okay. chemistry of what you are draining out could cause any problem. Um, I I would think that I would have heard about that a long time ago. Uh, if if okay. it were normally normally does it go across the lawn or it goes through the pipe directly to the storm sewer system? Through the. Normally, it's not. Normally, the grass never is introduced to it, it right? It runs down the street into the sewage drain. All right, but normally it's not introduced to the grass. It's not. It doesn't hit the grass, right? No, no, sir. Okay. Well, maybe it could. If if it if it were that, then I think you would see a fan-shaped pattern where it goes across the lawn and where it, you know, where it comes out and is the strongest most concentrated it would be worst and and then it would gradually get not quite as uh, much impact i don't know what i'm talking about probably i'm wasting everybody's <laughs> airtime right now <laughs> i think i think i need to oh, shut I, up well, <laughs> you went you went past and you fixed my problem as far as covering it and waiting a month to do it um, so okay. that was good i found something that was of use that's good I'm amazed. All right. Have a good day in spite of me. I appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware right now because they sponsored what you just heard. <laughs> they may they may be calling up to cancel as I speak. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. They're great people and the good friends. You hear them. You hear their voices in these rejoinders, and I hope that you will tell them, hey, I appreciate uh, your sponsoring Neil's program. I really hope you'll tell them that. That means a lot to an advertiser, and it keeps them on the air uh, when they know that they're getting response. You don't have to buy anything, you just so that they will know that uh, that their their business is uh, uh, being helped. Uh, Ace has something very special going on right now. If you stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer, you'll find a great deal on Scott's Turf Builder lawn food for southern lawns this is 5,000 square foot coverage bags sale price is $24.99 but this gets better save an extra five dollars with your ace rewards card pay only $19.99 now, there's a limit of two bags and but that's a, a real deal build thick green lawns in the south using scott's turf builder southern lawn food with the exclusive scott's all-in-one particle it's specially formulated for southern lawns. It helps build strong, deep grass roots to protect against heat and drought. It improves the lawn's ability to absorb water and nutrients versus unfed lawns. Ace stores, parts of our neighborhoods, each owned by a member of the community, so you're getting help from people you already know. They are your neighbors. Local experts with trusted advice you can, you can really count on. No matter where you are or what you're working on, Ace can help you because Ace is the place with great products like Scott's, Scott's Fertilizer, Scott's Turf Builder for Southern Lawns. And uh, that's regular $24.99 with your Ace Rewards card, $5 off. You pay only $19.99, limit of two. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. 
The doctor won't see you now. There's an increasing shortage of doctors, particularly in small rural areas. And politically conservative students say they are under increasing pressure from wokeness and liberal teachers and students. Details Monday morning at 617 on KLIF. Neil Sprace eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer directly to your email on Thursdays. Just a tad, three minutes after 6 p.m. That's when I get mine. It's sent out via constant contact, and uh, they stagger the release times by a few seconds just so it doesn't arrive as bulk mail, junk mail, and uh, get stuck by the uh, junk uh, mail filters. I don't think there are too many people that would consider it to be junk mail. Nilspray's eGardens. It's free. We're in our 19th year with eGardens, one of the first newsletters, electronic newsletters, to be distributed. It has five stories each uh, week. The first story, one of the stories, is a featured plant of the week. One of the stories is gardening this weekend, where I point out things that need to be done in the ensuing uh, three or four day weekend. And then one of the stories is always the Q&A section, where I talk about the uh, questions that people have asked and the answers to those questions. That's Neil Spray's eGardens, a couple of other stories each issue that will rotate around. And uh, Neil Spray's eGardens. You sign up for it at my website, same place you go to buy my book. That's at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. You can see the most recent issue. And you also, while you're at the website, can sign up for eGardens. E as in electronic, Neil Sperry's eGardens at neilsperry.com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. This weekend here, we're answering some of the most asked questions that I get, and here is the number one all-time most asked question in regards to trees. Neil, what's a good, fast-growing shade tree? Well, the terms are mutually exclusive. Fast growth is a terrible criterion on which to select your shade tree purchase. You don't buy a new car simply because it goes fast. You shouldn't use speed as your dictating factor in tree selection either. Fast-growing trees are weak-wooded. They're subject to insect and disease invasion, and they're notoriously short-lived. The truth is, moderate growers like red oaks, live oaks, burr oaks, chinkapin oaks, and in East Texas, waller oaks and willow oaks will grow probably two-thirds as quickly as the fast trees, but they'll live decades or centuries longer. Cedar elm is good, pecans are good, and also Chinese pistachio in north-central Texas. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. All right. Thank you, sir, very, very much. Let's uh, visit just a little bit about the great people at Callaway's Nursery. That's where you want to do your garden shopping. Callaway's Nursery has the most beautiful plants for your Texas garden this spring. Their greenhouses are packed with fresh arrivals, and they are awe-inspiring. Head into your neighborhood Callaway's Nursery today to take in nature at its very best and pick out your favorites. The eye-catching blooms of Trade Winds Tropical Hibiscus will capture your attention and create the feeling of the tropics right in your own backyard. What I would do is go ahead and get it bought, put it in the garage overnight, and you'll be set to go starting tomorrow or as soon as it warms up in a day or so. Enjoy your shopping experience at Callaway's. The big, bold flowers of these trade winds, tropical hibiscus, will keep blooming for months, and they really stand out against their rich green foliage. Visit your neighborhood Callaway's location. Select from red, orange, pink, and yellow. Six-inch beauties, just $24.99. Tropical hibiscus shines in containers with the addition of trailing foliage or they work well in your landscape as a feature in a sunny bed. Just gorgeous plants. Fabulous container will enhance your new plants. Explore the vast selection of pottery including colorful ceramics, lightweight plastic, or terracotta. Keep your new hibiscus and other tropical plants at their best. Feed them with Callaway's premium tropical plant food. Callaway's is now hiring at all of their locations. Stop by to apply. Join their Texas-grown team. They're great. Shop local at their community stores or order online at callaways.com. Enjoy their convenient curbside pickup or delivery. They're open seven days a week for your convenience, serving DFW for 36 years. That's Callaway's Nursery. Life lived beautifully. They're callaways.com. KLIF can be heard on the FM. If you have a newer vehicle, go to klif.com slash FM to learn how.
This is Real News and Information 570-KLIF-KLIF.com. KLIF, All right, and finally, my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you go to buy my book, Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening, only place you can buy it other than calling my office. It's also where you go to uh, uh, get uh, signed up for Neil Sperry's uh, eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. It's where you see my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. What else do I need to tell you about? It's also where you find archived information, my St. Augustine Diagnostics, and you'll also uh, find um, information on rose, rosette virus, and gray myrtle bark scale. What am I leaving out? That's what you find at neilsperry.com. I hope that you will uh, go there, maybe bookmark it, and go back regularly. neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y. Dot com. I'm David Agnew with Traeger Woodfire Grills. You can see them at all North Texas Ace Hardware stores. Ace is the place with Traeger Grills and the helpful hardware folks. Thank you, David, very much. He loves his grills. He's a wonderful sales rep for them. It's just a, a great, uh, great product. Really great. Thank you, David. Let's go to Diane in Plano. Diane, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How can I help you? Well, last year I had um, a sewer line repair in the front of my established yard under a large oak tree. And I have a lot of extra dirt, and I had hoped that the St. Augustine would creep over and kind of fill in um, over those areas. But the St. Augustine didn't creep, and the dirt has gotten hard. And so I'm trying to figure out if I if there's a way that I can coax the um, the St. Augustine to creep over and fill in, or do I need to put down sod? And if I do sod, what have I got to do to prepare the soil um, for the sod? Anytime you're going to plant sod, you want to rototill lightly, uh, just uh, an inch or two. It doesn't have to be. It uh, doesn't have to be very deep, but you'd need to rototill and give it a, a chance to have uh, uh, loose soil, and it will it will take over from there. Uh, I would not sod until a month from now if you decide to go that route. I would wait until mid-April. Uh, it'll be warmer by then. Oh, anything's warmer than what we've been through the last couple nights. Um, it'll be warmer by then, and the grass will take off better for you. Um, the other thing you could do uh, sodding is obviously the fastest and, and gets you there a lot lot, uh, uh, lot faster and more successfully than anything else. Uh, the other thing you could do, though, if, if the budget is just really tight or, or whatever, is cut plugs out of your existing lawn. Maybe go out by the fence. If you have a wooden fence, you could, you could take a, a square-bladed shovel. Um, and I'm talking about one that is completely flat like a, a sheet of paper is flat. If you folded a eight and a half by 11 foot, uh, 11 inch sheet of paper in half, uh, the head of a nursery spade, it's called nursery spade is that size. You can cut plugs yourself right there along the edge of the fence and, and transfer the soil, take soil from the place you're going to put the plug and put it in the hole you're going to create when you dig the plug up and just trade them back and forth. And you checkerboard the plugs uh, that would be about five inches by five inches. You checkerboard them about 15 or 16 inches apart uh, across the bare soil. And they'll cover very quickly once it gets warmer. Or I could buy that a made, couple of plats of, of you could, yeah. sod, yeah. right? Of the, and, of and the plugs or, yeah, or, or sod and cut it yourself. Yeah, all that made a lot of sense to me when I was describing it. It probably sounded really vague. But, <laughs> but yeah, you can do it any of those ways. You sure can. Okay, so rototill a little bit first. Now, is there any way to, like, fertilize and get the existing soil, to, I mean, the existing St. Augustine to just kind of creep over? Well, yeah, it'll creep. Uh, I'll explain that in just a moment. And, yes, fertilizer certainly speeds that along. Um the the if you you, you want to fertilize St. Augustine in the spring and in early fall, um, so the recommendation is don't put any nitrogen 
any lawn fertilizer on St. Augustine from mid-June through the 1st of September. So there's a two and a half month period in there where you want to avoid the the nitrogen on your St. Augustine lawn. Reason being, there's a disease called gray leaf spot that, that is exacerbated by the nitrogen. All right, so you stay away from it at that point. Mid-April, mid-June, and 1st of September would be the times to fertilize St. Augustine. So mid-April, mid-June, and early September. And uh, what else did I want to mention? I, I do not use weed and feeds. I just use a, a regular fertilizer. You want about 30 to 40% of that nitrogen to be in slow release form. It, it, in other words, that's not necessarily going to be the cheapest fertilizer you can find because you want to get some slow release component within the fertilizer for sustained feeding um, and then water it right after you put the fertilizer on. There's something else I was going to say, but maybe that covered everything. So I'd still want to roadkill kind of to break up the grass to kind of, I mean the ground that, maybe to get it more hospitable to the grass. That was season. yeah that was the, that was exactly the thing I was going to say. You're thank you for bringing that back up again. You rototill if you're going to plant solid sod. If you're putting the plugs in, you don't have to rototill. Okay. Do the I sod know? needs okay. to have loose soil when you put it down on the ground. You don't want to put sod. Uh, or any any grass you don't want to put down on hard uh, soil. Even even if you think it isn't hard, it's hard if it's been out there through one or two rains. So you do rototill lightly with a rear tine rototiller with the tines behind the wheels and rake it smooth, and then, then you can go uh, get the sod, bring it back, put it on, or have it delivered, put it, put it down. If you're doing plugs, you just dig the holes and put the plugs in because the digging loosens the soil. You don't care what the soil in between the plugs is like. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you for All your right. help. You are welcome. Thanks for the call. All right. Let me take my last break, and uh, then we'll take one. Well, let me let me go ahead and take this call, and, and uh, then I'll try to, try to help, and then we'll take a, a break and get to a special guest. Um, this is Mike in Grand Prairie. Mike, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Neil, and I'll be quick, knowing that you're up against the break. Uh, I have yes, uh, I have some wonderful trees that I keep. They're tropical trees that I keep inside a little garden house during the winter. Uh, mm-hmm. They are moring. They're moringa trees, and they have mm-hmm. these little spider webs. And I've not seen any spiders, and this is the first time over a number of years I have ever seen these spider webs show up on the new growth of these tree limbs and they're just right on the right on the edges of the of the new growth and they're just like 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 you would think webworm webs would be but there's no worms there's no spiders i've never noticed this before and i don't know how to get rid of the insect that's there because it's you know moringa you want to eat the leaves so it's an edible plant it just happens to be a tree i don't know what what i what i ought to do are you near the plant now? No, sir, but I haven't memorized. Right. <laughs> leaf by leaf. All right, here's what I want you to do when you get when you when you get near it. Here's what I want you to do. Uh, have you ever tested a plant for spider mites? Do you know how you do that? I've not tested for spider mites, so I have not done that. All right. Spider mites are almost microscopic. If you saw one on a sheet of white paper, it would be about the, you could put 20 of them on the head of a pen side by side. You'd see it, but it would be, it would be tiny. And uh, they are really tiny. They are not microscopic, but unless you have really, uh, really fabulous eyes, they're darn near microscopic and you don't see them on the plants. You see them Uh, on the white paper. So you take a sheet of white paper, hold it. I'm right-handed. So I'm going to hold it in my left hand. And then with my right hand, I'm going to thump one of those leaves that is, uh, has a web on it. Uh, Maybe just the beginnings of a web. And I'm going to look to see what kind of debris hits that, that piece of paper. I'm going to lay the piece of paper down on, on something flat and in a bright light so I can watch. And if, if a bunch of those little specks that you see of, of the debris start to develop legs and walk around, those are the burn, mites. You can look at them the, under a magnifying the glass. 
Yeah, okay. no, no, you you have a you have an ample supply beyond what's on the paper, so you don't have to get rid of the piece. But but anyway, anyway, those are the mites, and if you look at them under a magnifying glass or a hand lens, you can see that they have eight legs, not six. They're not in, insects. So regular insecticides do an adequate, at best, job of controlling them. And since this is an edible crop, you're going to have to look for something that is approved for use on, on vegetables, for example. And uh, that's going to be a pretty, that's going to be a pretty limited uh, uh, list of, of insecticides. Your best bet probably would be when it's warm this coming week, take the plants or plant outside and then just really hose it down with water and try to wash them off. They don't like their, okay. they really don't like water. But that, I'll bet that's what it is, is spider mites. They will cause, when they're really serious, they will cause webbing. They are a real problem on tomatoes, on marigolds, on a lot of our outdoor plants as well. I sure, excellent. I sure do. Thank you. And love your show. And yes, I have your book. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Have a good day. Thank you, sir. My book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, and there's a lot of information in there, a lot of information on spider mites. For one thing, he didn't know to look for it, so can't can't fault him on that. But now you know, and, and you could find it. Um, but a lot of other information, a lot of lists, twenty uh, more than 25 multi-page lists that help you pick the right plant, the best plant for all of your gardening needs. And uh, the lists are in each of the chapters, just almost every chapter. Uh, the Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. And in that chapter, I discuss things such as the hardiness zones of Texas and why I think the 1990 hardiness zone map is much more accurate than the, the much more recent uh, 2012 map. Uh, I think it's totally off, off base, out of line. Um, the, uh, the soil types of Texas and the uh, rainfall areas of Texas. All of that is in chapter one. Chapter two is, uh, I'm really glad I put this in the book because it's a 48-page calendar. Uh, here we're in the middle of February. If you look in February, it shows you all the things you need to get done in February. And you say, oh man, I'm glad I looked at that. I'm sorry, in March. All the, I'm, <laughs> I'll explain in a moment. If you have a spouse who is running for political office and you're out putting signs and helping with everything, you don't even know what month it is. That's how bad it is. Anyway, to my point, uh, the, uh, the, the, it tells you everything you need to get done in each month of the gardening year and uh, month by month. And so you'll always be on time with things. I need one of those for my life right now. All right. And then chapters three through 11 are highly detailed chapters on trees and shrubs and vines and ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. You get a year of my life spent writing this book and you get it for $36 and 95 cents. Now, it's a hardback, and it was printed in Texas on high-quality paper. And remember those 840 photographs. All that for $36.95, and it will be a signed copy. And no, not signed by Zeus the dog. He sits beside me while I'm signing. Not signed by a random person uh, who's helping today. No, it's signed by me. I'm doing this. And then we box him, and I take him to the post office. Uh, so it's Small Business America, but I'm happy to do that, and I'm proud of this book. It's the one I always wanted to have. So there are two ways you can get it. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. You get it by calling my office Monday through Friday business hours or by going to my website and ordering it there. The phone number for the office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-GROW. And uh, that's 800-752-4769. And the better way, the better way is to order it right now from my website at neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. 
Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair right now, and let me steer you toward them if there is any chance that you might have foundation issues. I hope you don't. I really wouldn't wish that on anybody. Uh, foundation problems are just so rampant in North Central Texas because of our clay soils. These clay soils get big when they're wet. They swell up and they shrink when they're dry and uh, big cracks develop. And that happens to your foundation as well. When the soil gets big and swells, uh, that pushes everything together. And when they're when it's and and so if you have cracks already and that soil is swell uh, uh, has swollen because of the moisture, then it will just do the Dutch rub on the on the concrete and that's a lot of damage and then when it gets dry it pulls apart and pulls things apart if you think you might have foundation problems the folks at advanced foundation repair tell me that they can monitor that just as easily in wet times as they can in the heat of the summer the dry times so let them come out now and check if you think there's any chance that you have a foundation issue going on if you're worried about tree roots if you're worried about cracks that you see doors and windows that aren't working properly whatever call advanced foundation repair there is no obligation on the home inspection i've been telling you that for uh, gosh 27 years now i think it is a long time and people are so grateful for this recommendation. Advanced Foundation Repair on the web. It is foundationrepairs.com. Foundationrepairs.com. On the phone, you dial 214-333-0003. That's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. I'm Sherry from TNC Ace Hardware on Jacksboro Highway. We're your source for those great home and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sherry, very, very much. And now, I am honored to introduce to you and to my uh, airwaves, Pastor Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney, 315 North Church Street, sharingtheheart.org and we have missed a couple of services in a row because we have come home Saturday nights exhausted. <laughs> Tommy, that's confessional in front of everybody. God, my radio audience and my pastor. How you doing, Tommy? Doing well today, sir. Thank you for asking. God bless you. I hope pray for you, Neil. I hope we're forgiven. Yes. yes <laughs> Tommy says that a lot with us. So anyway, <laughs> politics is just weird, Tommy. You know what? It's just uh, weird. So, so we're going yeah. to talk about birds instead of politics. But before I do that, I want you to share with folks what uh, what will be happening at First United Methodist Church tomorrow. So we're walking through the season of Lent. Our theme this year is step by step. We're walking with Jesus. And the theme tomorrow is we're talking about prayer, what it means to be a person of prayer and how Jesus leads us into praying. Uh, so it ought to be a fun Sunday. It ought to be a blessed Sunday. And I look forward to seeing all who would want to come. We are in person uh, all morning, and uh, we are online, the sanctuary service at 10.05. You can find that at our website or on Facebook. We'd love for anyone okay. to join. Services at 8, 9, 10.05, and 11.10, and contemporary services as well. And uh, you can get all the details, as well as the youth services, youth uh, youth uh, program, I mean, and the Melissa Church as well. All that at sharingtheheart.org, and that's where the live stream is as well. So this is Pastor Tommy Brummett, and he is a wonderful pastor. We're blessed to have him. Um, and, and he also is an avid birder. And Tommy has suggested that we ought to talk about hummingbirds today because they love 30-degree nights. Or not. <laughs> uh, they're, they're in for the same surprise we are with our tomato plants, aren't they, Tommy? Yes, they are. And, and they're, they're on their way. They're operating by a clock that's not affected by uh, local weather. So they ought to be making their way here soon. Uh, last year, I saw our first hummingbird on April the 1st. So within the next week or so, it's probably time to be getting your hummingbird feeders out, getting everything cleaned up. Making your hummingbird mix, remember that's four parts water to one part sugar. You can mix that up yourself. You don't need to put food coloring in. In fact, don't color your water. Your hummingbirds will find it, 
And uh, right now is the time to be setting those up because the hummingbirds have made it all the way across the Gulf of Mexico, coming up the uh, uh, from Mexico, from South America. So they will be hungry when they get here. All right. Let me ask you some kind of rapid fire questions. Um, where do you position the hummingbird feeder? Do you put it in the permanent uh, summertime position when you're trying to welcome them back? Yeah, I just I just put my hummingbird feeders where I've always put them uh, out off okay. my back porch, and uh, we just just leave them there all summer. Is it true that they will send a scout out, or that there will be an early arriver, and and that they come back to the same area, the same bird will come back? Dude, they have memory, and they they remember where they found food last year, and they'll come back to the same place. Okay. And Tommy, you tell us in the summer that we ought to change the uh, the the uh, solution every uh, third or fourth day because of the heat. This time of year, it could last five, six, seven days because it's cooler. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And you can you can see if it if it starts. To Mike, get I'm not hearing him. Have we lost Tommy? How about now? Sounds like we lost our call. Okay. There you are. There you are. Hey, I'm still here. So- okay. You're still here. You're here. We've saved our pastor. (laughs) We sent EMS for you, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to hear that on Sunday morning. (laughs) So, uh, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, yes, you can tell uh, once it starts to get a little cloudy, go ahead and and clean those out. Uh, But right now, this cool weather, you can leave that for six, seven, eight, nine days even. Uh, but but once the summer comes, then you need to pre- clean those pretty regularly um, because it ferments. It, it, it's, it's, it's not a healthy thing for the hummingbirds. All right. Uh, how many how many feeders do you put out, Tommy? Do you try to have a couple so that the bully birds won't be able to just completely keep them away, the other hummingbirds? Well, if you won't judge me, I will tell you I have five hummingbird feeders that I put out of my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Tommy, I love it. I have three, so I'm not much better. So I understand. That's, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's way great. You can go ahead and mix up a gallon of uh, nectar and, and it'll, it'll take care of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. And there's a lot of good information uh, on hummingbirds at, uh, at Wild Birds Unlimited and online. And uh, folks, you need to enjoy the hummingbirds and the other birds that are coming through. Pastor Tommy Brummett, thank you. He's with the First United Methodist Church. Thank you, Tommy. First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, Texas, sharingtheheart.org. Even if you're a long ways away, tune in, won't you please? Everybody, thank you for listening. Mike Bass, great job today. Until next week, happy gardening.